Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy, episode 94. And this comes from the live class we had on August 1st. And I plan on doing a couple more live classes this weekend. Hope you can join me for those on YouTube, but... If YouTube isn't available in your country, at least you can listen to these and hopefully learn a little extra English. I hope you enjoyed the last podcast. It was about the possible plans that my school district will have this fall. Last night, there was a school board meeting and that is when, I guess, all the people who run the school district of the city get together. And they were trying to come up with a plan for this fall. We start school in three weeks, and uh, I still don't know exactly what we are doing to keep students and teachers safe. Hopefully they will figure something out in the next three weeks. If you have seen the news recently about the United States, uh, schools in Georgia, which is a southern state, opened. And apparently, just, it was a mess. Crowded hallways, a lot of kids weren't wearing masks. Hope that doesn't happen here. I have a feeling it won't. I think we'll do the right thing, but I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you updated. I'll keep giving you information about the upcoming school year. I don't know if you know this, but you can actually send me a voice message. Uh, In the past, Cecilia from Argentina and Eric from France have sent me voice messages But recently, I had one, which I will play for you, uh, from Bojama. And I'm not sure what country he's from, but he said that I was one of his favorite podcasts, so that definitely makes me happy. Before we get into the episode, you will hear that message from Bojama. And it's about 40 seconds long, I think. So, let's get into the live class from August 1st. I want to thank you all. Excuse me. I want to thank you all for tuning in. And I hope you find this class helpful. Thank you so much. See you next time. Hey, hello, Brandt. Today, in fact, this night here, right now, it's night. I discovered that Anchor had a lot of uh, tools Uh, you know I'm a new uh, podcaster if I can say that so uh, today I discovered that I can send a voice message for uh, my uh, um, uh, how to say that in English my favorite uh, uh, podcast channel like yours When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what is going on? We're live. Let's do this. Let's go. So, I actually don't think I look that bad right now. At least the color. I think it's better. How is the sound? I have a new microphone. So, I want to make sure the sound's okay. Welcome, everyone. I can maybe hear it myself. Sounds all right. Sounds all right. So, welcome everyone. We got Zobeda is in the house. Mountain Eagle is in the house. Lalit 
from India. How are you? Aniko is here. She says the sound is great. Hungry. I hope everything is well and hungry. Roman's here. What is going on? Oh, nice. Sound and video are all right. Cecilia, how's it going? Cecilia and Rod are here. Um, if you're part of the Facebook group, uh, if I was a good YouTuber, I could link the Facebook group. They, and I can't. Yeah, I can. They had a group chat for Facebook members. And I wanted to stop in. I had an appointment this morning at 8.30, believe it or not. I like to do it early. And by the time I got home, I added some new subtitles that people had put on the channel. So I think Rod had Brazilian subtitles for the latest video. Eugene had Russian subtitles. And Luca, I got to give Luca a shout out. He added Italian subtitles. So Aroni is in the chat now. And he has added many Italian subtitles. But there are now subtitles for the latest video. So crazy. And we got the bad news yesterday. I'll be mentioning it in the next video that subtitles by the community going away, going away. YouTube, why do you do this to us? And I know because I can see the analytics of how many people use the Portuguese and the Russian subtitles, those are definitely the biggest. But Italian, Mary, I'm not sure if she's in here, added Persian, Harry, Indonesian, I think I'm missing one. I think I'm missing one. Um, Eagles Fly from East Timor. How is everything? So if, is Eugene here? Eugene, yeah, Eugene. The machine. I had to watch that again last night. Eugene, Burt Kreischer, the machine. There's a funny comedian, American comedian, and he talks about going to Russia. Even though I know Eugene, is from Ukraine. So, Henry's here. What is going on? Thanks again for those Indonesian subtitles. Do I have a link for that? Indonesian, a big language. Urgh, I don't have a link for that. I have failed as a YouTuber. All right, still learning, still learning. All right, Burry. <laughs> Eugene, uh, he's funny. He's funny. Hey, this is Russia, he says. So, Let's get started. Papu, how are you? How are you? Um, Sam the Taiwanese is here. He says, handsome teacher. The color is better today, luckily. So everyone, welcome. Yesterday, I must apologize. Ibrahim from Egypt said it was good, but I felt that I spoke a little too quickly. In yesterday's live stream, I know that if I were trying to learn English... I might have spoken a little too quickly, so I get really excited to see you all, and sometimes I talk a little bit more quickly than I should, so I'm going to try to slow it down, not be as excited, but I am excited for today's chat. Hopefully, we have a lot of awesome questions. The way it works is we're so small still, how many 30 people are in here, ask your questions in the chat. I will do the best I can to answer them all. The hour will be up. I'll head over to Bob the Canadian's chat. Maybe you will too. And it looks like Miho is here from Japan. Welcome. Daniel is here from Japan. And if you see those little circles, that means they are members. Thank you. And they helped me buy a microphone. So thank you guys so much. And as a thank you to members... They get videos early, a day or two, sometimes just a preview of it. Depends on how quickly I can get videos out. But tomorrow we will do a video chat for all members. And there will be a video released to members today or tomorrow. Uh, it should go out to everyone on Tuesday. Another story, story time video about what schools will look like in the fall. And basically everything is up in the air. We don't know. Ah, 
Ethan from Greece is here. He just joined the Facebook page. Welcome, Semiconductor Devices. How are you? Let's look for some questions. Oh, gosh. Eugene starts off with a tough one. Yeah, so... No, it's not bad. This is almost worth a video, but the difference between can't and may, not too bad. Not, I think I can explain it quickly. So may happen. Um, that means it, it might happen. You're not sure. So let's use an example of I may go walking or running tomorrow if it doesn't rain. So it might happen. We may start school in September as normal. Probably not though. Can't means it cannot happen. It's not going to happen for some reason. So you may say, I can't go running today because I twisted my ankle or I sprained my ankle. May, it could happen. It might happen. To use some very difficult words there, might or could. Can't means for some reason you are not able to. I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Uh, and Daniel brings up a good point about when I speak a little more quickly. I know there are a lot of advanced learners. I have spoken with Daniel. He is very good at English. He's an English teacher. So I know that sometimes when I speak more quickly, it is, it is helpful to some. Rod, welcome from Brazil. Ah, from Brazil. Papu, reconcile. This is a good one. This is a good one. A good term to know. We use it often. Reconcile. Remember, when you see R-E, think of again. So R-E again. Recon reconcile. That's how you pronounce it. Reconcile. And that means that you have had a fight with someone or maybe a fallen out. We sometimes say that to use a phrasal verb. You have a falling out, maybe a disagreement with a friend, but then you decide to make up, to make up, not make up like some people put on their face, but you decide to get back together and be friends again. That is when you reconcile. That's when you had a difference. You both decide, let's be friends again. Reconcile. You fixed the problem. Good question. Good question. Michelle is here. Thank you for becoming a member. He is here. Welcome. Just in case somebody does want to become a member, I will leave a link right there. Very Alexi became a member last time. Thank you. You guys are really helping me out. So I just saw a question from Papu, so I will try to find another question from someone else. Lilit. Okay. This is a good question here too. Lilit from India. Daniel, Daniel thinks he's from Japan. Did I say you're from Japan? Miho is from Japan. Daniel is from Brazil. Brazil. Is that, is that, that's a Russian accent, I think. One day to go. Lilit is wondering. One day to go. All right. Um, that would mean um, today is Saturday. Let's say something is happening on Sunday. Let's say you have a big event. You would say, we have one day to go until that happens. One day to go. So um, yesterday was July 31st in my country. We could talk about August as having one day to go. So August would happen the next day. One day to go. I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Oh, Eugene says, thank you for the answer. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, Henry, I just saw up in the air. 
I am going to do a whole video on up in the air. It's actually going to be, yeah, the next video coming out on Tuesday for members, maybe later today. I'm adding subtitles. But up in the air means you don't know if it's going to happen in the future. So a lot of comments came in saying they like the storytelling. I think it's a great way to learn English. So I told another story about what might happen in the fall for schools. So I had to use the future tense a lot. I hope that will help people. Up in the air. We don't know what the future will bring up in the air. Oh, what does promise? Oh, okay. Um, Zobeda is saying, please answer this question and look in the camera. What does promise mean? Oh, no. There's a lot of pressure on me now. Okay. Promise means you are committed to doing something. You promise you will do it in the future. An example of that means if you are going to marry someone, you might give them a promise ring, meaning I promise I will marry you in the future. In the future. A promise. So you commit you make sure you are going to do this and you won't fail. So I promise I will answer as many questions in this chat as I can. It's my promise to you. All right. Hope that helps, Obeda. Uh, Amina is wondering strength. What is strength? Oh, you just have to look at someone like me. Guns, baby. Strength. So it could be physical strength, like I am strong enough to lift this bottle, that's where strength comes from. That's the, the noun. Yes, I have the strength. And the adjective is strong. So those words are connected. But you might also talk about mental strength. So I have the mental strength to study English for two hours. I think that would take a lot of mental strength right there. All right. I hope that helps, Amina. Hope that Adriana is here from Poland. Welcome. Daniel. Another Daniel. Not the one from Brazil. Where are you from, Daniel Godoy? Uh, welcome to the chat, by the way. So my hat. What does it say? It says Fenway Park. Fenway Park. If I get really close to the microphone, does that sound cool? So it's Fenway Park, and there's a baseball team not too far from my house called the Boston Red Sox. They play at Fenway Park, and this sign is actually a, a logo for a company. Sitgo. It's gasoline, and there's a big Sitgo sign outside of the Boston Red Sox stadium. And so now the gas company, good marketing there, good commercial strategy, they are meant, um, oftentimes they're associated with the Boston Red Sox. So my hat is basically the Boston Red Sox baseball team. Oh, Aniko is wondering, what does you're a doll mean, you're a doll? Okay. Good question. And you kind of have nailed it. Um, we often say that ironically, like we don't actually mean your doll. They might have said that in the 1920s, you know, maybe a hundred years ago. Like, ah, you're a doll. Sometimes you'll hear doll face. Doll face. I guess that's two words. But it's a compliment to a woman, but if you say that with a serious face in 2020, you're probably going to get some looks. Yeah, so you're a doll. You might want to say it with an old 1920s accent. You're a doll. You know, like old American movie stars, the way they used to talk. Yeah, so I wouldn't use it probably, but it's just... Or did you say kind? Yeah, it's kind. Uh, we, we might say it to children, though. 
and mostly female children in the United States, if they do something nice, you might, oh, you're a doll. Thank you so much. But it is an older term. All right. Look, I'm going to jump down in the chat for a bit. Try to pick up some more questions. Cut the chill. I didn't even want to talk about that. Mr. Fuddy, welcome. Cut the cheese? Look that up yourself. I'm not going to... I don't want to talk about that. Um, Mr. Fuddy also asked about a septic tank. So there's some bathroom humor. And um, a septic tank is... Look, I don't even want to talk about that either. Gross. Gross. It's when you go to the bathroom, the septic tank holds that stuff. Ah, Michelle says... What a splendid voice. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Like Elvis used to say, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, semiconductor devices. Awesome question right here. These are all about renting apartments, renting houses. So three words right here. A tenant. Number one. A tenant is someone who rents the house. And they rent it from number three, the landlord. So the tenant pays the landlord probably each month to stay there. But eviction, that's bad. That is basically when the tenant gets kicked out of the apartment or the house. Great question right there, Mr. Semiconductor Devices. Or is it Mrs. Semiconductor Devices? Welcome. If you are new here, by the way, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Law is here, but he is using his father's cell phone. So be careful. Don't break that thing. Careful. Well, welcome, Law. Glad to see you're here, my friend. Um, Justify. Hussein, what's going on? Henry says, uh, Asamir voice. Good. Maybe if I talk like this, you can fall asleep. But we don't want you to fall asleep. We're going to answer some more English, right? That's why you're here. You're not here to fall asleep. You're here to learn English. So, um, justify. No, just, we is wondering, is justify the same as evidence? No, 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 no. Evidence is proof you have, um, and you will prove, you will prove why something is. So let me use an example. Um, maybe, maybe law, let's, hopefully this doesn't happen, but maybe law accidentally breaks his father's cell phone, but then he tries to claim, nope. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Well, we have evidence. We have evidence that he was using his father's cell phone. He just wrote it in this chat so that evidence could be used against him. Maybe the police will come into Law's house and they'll say, hmm, based on this evidence, we think this cell phone was broken on the, it's morning for me. On the morning of August 1st. And we have this evidence saying that you were using your father's cell phone. So, evidence. That is proof. And then, if law gets in trouble for that, you could justify getting him in trouble. Justify means that it's a good thing. You're not doing it by accident. Justify it. Uh Uh-oh, Jamie is coming out to the live stream. I could be in trouble. What's going on? Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Doctor's appointment for my daughter. And she has a singing. Um, we would call it a recital tonight. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. 2020. I'm not sure how your year is going, but I mean, I know my year could be much worse and it is worse for a lot of people, but yeah, 2020 is not a good year, man. I hope it's going well for you. I mean, it could be worse for me, so I'm not going to complain too much. 
Um, wow, these are some difficult questions right here. Um, I'm going to try to find a question from someone I haven't answered. Oh, Kelvin, welcome. Welcome. I don't remember that name, so maybe you're new here. Welcome. Neck of the woods. We use that a lot, a lot, especially in Maine. But neck of the woods is basically the town that you live in or maybe the neighborhood you live in. So... Maybe I have a friend that lives about 20 miles from me. And remember, um, we use miles here. So I might say, hey, on Tuesday, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. Do you want to get together for lunch? So it just means your area, your neck of the woods. Good question. Good question. Okay, Law assures me he will not break his father's cell phone. I'm sure he's very careful. All right, uh, ooh, Renato Furnas, Furnas, and I'm sure everyone from Brazil is laughing at me. Renato Furnas, from Brazil, welcome, living in Pennsylvania. Um, oh, I, I have had this question before, it's, it's tricky. Why, okay, anytime you ask why in English, I might not be able to answer because sometimes we will have rules and then we break them. Why, when we say next Sunday, for example, do you mean Sunday next week and not tomorrow? Right. Logically, the next Sunday is not tomorrow. Yes. So, first, great question. It is Saturday. So, since next is so far away, it's not the next Sunday. Next in English is kind of just vague. Like next month. If we were talking yesterday, July 31st, and I said next month, you're thinking September. Because it's, it's I would say, oh, tomorrow. Or I would say August. If I was talking about, yeah, so tomorrow is Sunday. But if I'm talking about tomorrow, I'll just say tomorrow. Hey, uh, tomorrow on Sunday, I'm going to do a live. So, you know, whatever. Um, but next Sunday. And then it gets a little weird because I might say next Wednesday. And then you're wondering, oh, wait, do you... And we will ask that question. Do you mean this Wednesday or the Wednesday after? So I can't answer why. I don't know. But hopefully I explain that pretty well. Oh, geez. Um, Zobeda. Let's clear this up. Great question. I was watching a lady teaching about hot weather. I commented, it's not as hot as you. Many guys answered my comment with weird phrases, but she didn't react at all. Can hot be considered inappropriate? Yeah, probably. Like, I... Hot means you think they are attractive. You think they're good looking. Hot. And you can imagine a couple guys getting together. And they might think, whoa, she's pretty hot. Take a look. So with that statement, there's no question. And, and sexy, we might even call. Hot. Sexy. So, yeah. In that case, I'm pretty sure they thought you were giving her a compliment about her her looks. Yeah. So, it's just a little slang there, but I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, Michelle is wondering, do I... Oh! Oh, in my country. Do you have an animal sanctuary in my country? We actually do. It's, it sounds like I live in one right now with all the birds, but I have done some filming, actually. I think it was a vlog, I think I said I did with my family. But yeah, we have, um, in my neck of the woods, we actually do have a bird sanctuary with lots of trails that I like to go walking in, in the spring and in the fall. Sometimes it gets a little hot this time of year, but yeah. It's, it's beautiful there. 
beautiful. All right, I'm going to skip down a little bit more into the questions. Adriana, welcome. Today is a really special day in Warsaw. In 35 minutes, the city will literally stop. All the cars, people in the street, sirens will be loud. It is to commemorate the Warsaw Uprising. Warsaw Uprising. Was that 40, 40 years ago? No, 1980? I, I know it was, it was a guy that started protesting against... He was a worker. And I can't remember the Polish name that was said, but Poland started a huge uprising to eventually bring down communism in most of Eastern Europe. So go Poland. Nice job. Nice job. 1944. Oh dear. Maybe I have something wrong then. That sounds like World War II to me. So I know, not to get too political, but this is a long time ago. Germany invaded Poland September 1st, 1939. I don't know how I know that, but I do. Sunshine is here. Um, she wonders, is introversion and shyness the same thing? Yeah, let's keep it simple and say yes. Yes. So some people are introverts. Intro. Think of inside. And some people are extroverts. So if you're an introvert, it means you like to stay inside, maybe study English. Some people say that introverts are really good at learning languages. But if you're an extrovert, you might be really good at speaking because you like to be at parties, you like to meet new people. So, but many introverts are probably shy, probably shy, probably shy. Maria is here. Welcome. I remember a live stream was ending and Maria just came in and I had to go. I felt bad, but welcome, Maria. Welcome, Maria. Eric, what is going on? Some great questions this morning. Thank you, guys. Eric is wondering, what does it mean to take it when it comes to punches? Yeah. If someone is taking a beating. Yeah, so take it. It just means you are absorbing the blows and you're not giving it. If you were giving it out, you would be the one punching, but you're taking it. Law is not going to break his father's cell phone. I don't want to jinx him. Jinx him. But I'm going to use it as an example. I'm going to change the name. Jinx. I don't want to give him bad luck. I don't want to jinx him. So let's use a name that isn't in this chat. So how about Arroni? Okay. So we don't have any Arronis in the chat. But let's say there is a boy, young boy, named Arroni. And he breaks his father's cell phone. Well, his father might get really angry at him and start yelling at him. And Arroni... We'll just have to take it. I mean, it's his fault. It's his dad yelling at him. You're just going to have to take it. You just have to take it. So we say that quite a bit to take it. You can't give it out. You got to take it. You messed up. You done messed up. And so you just got to take it. Sometimes we say take your lumps. And those are like bruises but if you take your lumps, it means you know you did something wrong. You just have to accept it. You'll take your punishment. I hope that means, I hope that, I hope that helps. Lean, I saw Aniko had a question. Uh oh What does lean mean? If you have time to lean, oh. That's funny. All right, let's talk about this. If you have time to lean, you got time to clean. Okay, I'm going to post it right down here. You have time to lean, you have time to clean. This is often said by bosses, all right? 
And if you are working in a store and maybe you're just waiting for a customer and you're leaning on the counter at your cash register, you can't see my elbow, but I'm leaning on my table. So if you have time to lean, that means you're not doing anything. So you might as well clean the store. If you have time to lean, you got time to clean. Let's get to it. Go clean up. I hope that helps. But did you hear that in a movie? Or did a boss say that to you, Aniko? If you have time to, cl- if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. You could probably say that for many other things. Dust. Fluff. I can't think of anything right now, but that's a popular one. All right, Daniel. Oh, Semiconductor Devices says his father will forgive him because he likes him. Yeah, yeah. I'll forgive my children too if they break something. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to like them that much. Wait, Bob the Canadian? Oh, no. Bob the Canadian is here. Bob the Canadian became a silver member. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. He does such a great job. I'm trying. Thank you, Bob the Canadian. Awesome. Thank you for stopping in. I know he's getting ready for his live stream too. So look at that. Welcome to the chat. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, you will be able to uh, enjoy our uh, video chats and you will get videos a couple days early. So thank you, Mr. Bob. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Is my face red? I'm embarrassed now. All right. Focus, Brent. Focus. Focus. And we are, uh, I'm going to definitely head into Bob the Canadian's stream in about a half an hour. So oftentimes others will join for two hours of English learning. So thank you so much. I know you have to go and get ready for your live stream. Oh, Aniko, luckily she heard that in a movie. So she didn't have to worry about her boss yelling at her. Um, Marina says, can I tell you, uh, tell us please about the census? Yes, the census. At least in the United States, this happens once every 10 years. And there are people hired to go door to door, meaning they go to every door and they literally count people. So in the United States, 2020 is a census year, but of course, this is not a typical year. Many families can just sign something and send it in through the mail. We might be able to do it electronically. I'm not sure. But it's just an effort to try to count all of the people in the United States. It gets a little bit more difficult when you talk about where money goes and elections. So I won't get into that today. But if enough people want me to do a whole video about the census, I can, but it can really impact the way our elections are handled. All right, thank you for the question. Nice job, Marina, nice one. Michelle, Michelle, Mount Eagle. Um, Lilit, what does pop mean? Wow, that can have a number of different a number of different meanings. Pop, you might say, I'm gonna pop you in the mouth. So it can be a verb to mean punch. You could pop a balloon. You maybe stick a needle in a balloon and it makes a loud sound. In some parts of the United States and in parts of Canada, pop can actually be soda, like Coke or Sprite. So pop is one of those words that three simple letters, yet it has many different meanings. Great question. Great question. Oh gosh. Mr. Lund. Deli belly. That, that is a thing. I don't think it just happens in Delhi, but uh, we also have something called runny tummy. Runny tummy, deli belly. That is when people travel, doesn't have to be just India, where Delhi is, but if they travel, especially Americans and Canadians, 
sometimes we aren't used to other water. I did a whole video on used to. Um, we aren't used to other water. So when we go to other countries and we drink the water, not bottled water, but we drink the water from the tap, that can mess us up. That can mess us up where we have both ends maybe having a lot come out of it. Yeah, it can be, and sometimes it's called, um, I, don't, I don't even want to say that D word. Uh, so yeah, you might be in your hotel room in the fetal position, fetal, in the fetal, not fatal, in the fetal position, curled up. That's what babies in the womb, they're in the fetal position. So when some people have deli belly, they might be on the bathroom floor, curled up in the fetal position. Yeah, it's not a good time. Not a good time. Not a good time. All right, I hope, um, I hope I never have deli belly. I would like to travel though. India, that is an experience for Americans. That is supposed to be some like high level, very different from the way we live, busy, big cities. All right. Daniel is wondering, Brent, if someone owes you something and you ask for that, can we say that person is demanding what was lent? Well, the way you wrote that is, uh, Jamie's going by. Um, the way you wrote that is not actually demanding. Um, if they ask, so it, it's different. If you ask, say I have some water right here. Getting a little dry around here. Let's say I have some water that will not give me deli belly. But let's say I have some water and a person across from me wants it. They could ask, hey Brent, may I have some of your water? That's very nice. But if they demand it, they would say, Brent, give me that water. And then I would probably say, no, say, please ask for it more nicely. So demanding and asking are very similar, but the way you do it is very different. I hope that helps. Hope that helps. Mr. Lund, I don't, I don't know what some of these things are, my man. Are you, is this English? Are you in the right place? Coochie. Oh, coochie. I actually do know that one, but I don't know coca. Is that a drug? Coca? Coca leaf? I don't know. But uh, coochie, I don't even, what are you talking about? Mr. I'm not even answering that. That's a slang term for a part of a woman's body that I'm not going to talk about. The coochie. Zabeda says the deli belly in India is inevitable. I did make a video on four words to make you sound smarter in English. Zabeda sounding really smart right now. Inevitable means it has to happen eventually. It's another big word there. Inevitable. All right, eagles fly. My gosh, look at all the, I can't pronounce all these right now, but I'll pronounce a couple. Eagles fly, how do you pronounce those words? I'll just, oh, these, that's a good question. Bald and bald, let me take that one for right now. Those actually are pronounced the same way. Bald and bald. If I removed my hat right now, which I won't, you will be able to tell that I am going bald. I'm losing my hair. And that might cause me to ball, which would be uncontrollable crying. We don't usually say adults are bawling. We usually say that they're crying. But do you know who does ball? Babies. So that uncontrollable crying, if they're really young, you don't know why they're crying, bawling. So they're actually, and look at this. Oh, wait, wait. Ball, ball, bald. So two are pronounced the same way. Ball, ball, ball. I don't have a ball around here. Little thing you throw, you know that one. Uh, the crying one, and then bald. 
So it's a little different. A little different. A little different. Uh, is there another one we should talk about? Okay, let's talk about this one now. Because there are a lot I want to give other people a chance. But air and air. I know there's an H there. It's a silent H. Forget about it. Air and air. The air we breathe and then maybe like the heir to the king. So when the king dies, the heir will inherit the throne. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I wish I had a cough button like Bob the Canadian has. I don't dare put it my hand over my microphone. I might mess it up. Still sound all right? Ask me your voice. AMSR. Have a good night. All right, we still got about 20 minutes. Let's get some more questions in. Um, Russian script. A Russian name here. Let me, let me pull up old Google Translate, and I will try to say that Russian name correctly. I've tried it with uh, Chinese names. In Chinese script, yeah. We found out that doesn't work so well. It always gives me some kind of crazy, like, liquid bunny. Liquid bunny? Sounds like deli belly. Liquid. Ooze. Oozing. Yeah, we, we don't like that. But let's see if this Russian name will come up. I believe it starts with a V. I think B's are V's. Let's see. Because he has a good question. Or maybe she has a good question. Vasya. Maybe she. She has a good question. Vasya. What is the difference between defend, excuse me, and protect? Defend and protect. What's the difference? Uh, not a lot of difference, actually. So soldiers are often um, their boss their captain might demand them to do this, <clears throat> excuse me, but they are often um, forced or they want to protect an army base, maybe, protect it. When they defend it, they might actually have to fight. So if no fighting is going on, that army base, they might be just around it, protecting it. But if they actually have to fight, we would call that defend. I hope that helps, Vasya, and I hope I'm saying your name correctly. I hope. All right, nice question. Next question. Mary's here. Welcome, Mary. I thanked you earlier for adding Persian subtitles, but then, of course, YouTube is not allowing that anymore. I think it's actually September 28th. So... There will be Russian subtitles, Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese subtitles. Those won't go away, just the option to have other people add them. It was very easy before. All right. Whoa. Nikita. I am reading, uh, oh gosh. <clears throat> Nikita, welcome. I'm reading about different borrowed words. How common are these Spanish words in English? Uh, bodega is quite common. Incommunicado is fairly common. That first one, I don't know that one. It looks like aficionado. Aficionado? Yeah, it says the spelling is wrong, but aficionado, if that's what you meant... The wind is blowing. I hope my microphone is doing its job. Aficionado is a person who really loves something. So I might be an aficionado of Italian or geography, learning of other cultures, an aficionado. Uh, bodega, it's used um, mostly like a Spanish little store. That's the way we use it in English. And incommunicado I think most English speakers would know it if you used it, meaning uh, I can't talk right now. I can't communicate right now. 
incommunicado. And uh, since Mary just joined, I put a link up to uh, a video, Echo Linguist, his channel, where you had to guess some foreign languages. He had six of them. Persian was one. And he said that bazaar is a loan word or a word that English borrowed from Persian. Bazaar. And we use bazaar all the time. The, the different spelling for a lot of like little stores to buy things, bazaar. <clears throat> uh, Roy is wondering, welcome Roy, the nature of your business, is that polite? That's very polite, by the way. Yeah, very polite. You could say um, to someone maybe not as polite, maybe they're going door to door. You could say, what are you doing here? What are you trying to sell me? But if you're really polite to that person, you might say, oh, what's the nature of your business? Like, what what are you trying to sell me? It's kind of, that's kind of what it means. Or um, what do you do for work? That would be really, really polite. What's the nature of your business? That would be almost too polite. Almost too polite. Yeah. Lucas, why are you wearing gloves? <clears throat> because your father is worried you're going to scratch his phone? Or law, I should say law. Um, or is it because you're in public? The whole glove wearing thing, I know with talking with Aroni, uh, was big in Italy. But gloves are not really worn here in the United States. Maybe that's why we have so many coronavirus cases. I don't know. Oh, um, Mary, this was, um, this was older Persian subtitles. The two that you added earlier, I was just thanking you for them because the option to do that is going away, unfortunately. All right. Um, oh, yeah. And um, Zobeda, Rod are talking about Brentley, an adverb, I guess, to describe instead of Bentley. Brentley. You know, when I was a child, when I was a child going to school, the kids, only a couple, but I, they were trying to make fun of me because my first name is Brent. And not a lot of things rhyme with Brent. But they used to call me Brent the Dent. Like, I don't even know what Brent the Dent. You know, if you have some metal, if you get into a car accident and you dent your car. Yeah, they would call me Brent the Dent. I'm like, it didn't even hurt my feelings because I'm like, how can I be a dent? I, I don't know. Brent the Dent. But, uh. um, Antonio was wondering... What TV series do you recommend for listening skills? Man, I love, I love The Office. And I've made a few videos about learning English with The Office. I know one of the episodes I did was Dinner Party. So I break down what Michael Scott might say and translate it into real English. But I really like Friends because, and Bob the Canadian <clears throat> has mentioned this before too, he said that Friends came out a while ago, so it is really good, but some of the speech is dated. The Office came out a while ago, but I know my kids, who are teenagers, went through a phase where they were watching The Office all the time, so people are actually talking like they do on The Office even though it's a decade ago, 10 years ago. So I would do that. I would do that. I would watch. Plus it's funny. I know Aroni, maybe he can explain, because I believe he watched all of the seasons of The Office. So maybe uh, Aroni, who has an Italian podcast, maybe he can shed some light, which means offer some more explanation. Offer his opinion. Shed some light. Yes. Immaculate. Michelle is wondering, could you explain the word immaculate? I can. Oh, and Daniel, you've watched Friends. 
the whole their ten seasons. So wow, twenty seasons. It's a good show. It's a good show. Hmm. Do you know what that means, Daniel? Nah. Ross and Monica used to do that because they couldn't swear in front of their in front. They couldn't. They couldn't do the middle finger. If you've seen my hand, look at that. That's not my middle finger. It's my ring finger. So they used to do. <clears throat> no, if you haven't watched Friends, then you're probably wondering why is that guy doing that. The seventh season of Friends. I think Monica and Ross have done that already. So um, Michelle is wondering what does uh, immaculate mean? Immaculate it means the cleanest of clean. <clears throat> so sometimes when my children are cleaning. Uh, they do a pretty good job. But I might say, this bathroom, I want it immaculate. I want to be able to eat off the floor when you're done. Eat off the floor. <clears throat> we sometimes say that when we want something really clean. When we want it immaculate. Mm? I want to be able to eat off this floor when I come back in here. Mm. It's my dad voice my dad voice um i don't think daniel daniel come on brent is the best person in the world i'm gonna just copy and paste that in there because i like reading it but i don't know if that's true we were on a break yes remember he he fell asleep you fell asleep that's what she says it was seven pages front and back Oh, I love that scene. I love that scene. All right, last time I did my Trump impress impersonation too much. I don't want to talk too much about friends. Ah, uh, I could. Um, Lilit. Oh, Henry is worried about my neighbors. I don't care. I, this, this finger, this hand's harder to do. Yeah, this doesn't even look like. Ah, my neighbors know me. They're okay. They don't care. Uh, creepy crawly Lilit is wondering, and Henry's laughing. Um, he's wondering, uh, Lilit is wondering, creepy crawly? Yeah, we say that all the time. And that just means little bugs that crawl. Probably not a spider, because we would call it a spider. But a creepy crawly are just these little bugs you don't know the names of. Um, sometimes you, um, when you get a tingle down your spine, we sometimes say, ooh, just got the creepy crawlies for some reason. Meaning you just had that feeling that went down your body. All right. <clears throat> yeah, Daniel, I mean, the, the neighbors are probably already like, why is that guy talking to his phone? Yeah, they know me. They know me. Yeah, I think of Nico. Yeah, they know... I'm a bit silly. It's a height. It's a height. A height. That's how we'd spell that. It's a height. Meaning it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. How about we got about five more minutes until Bob the Canadian's chat. So any other. <clears throat> Marina is wondering Hoover or vacuum cleaner. Which one do we use? Yeah, this is a great question. Where I live in the United States, uh, we use vacuum cleaner. Yeah, 100% of the time, my wife and I, we will talk about it. I've made a rule in my house that I am the only one that uses the vacuum cleaner. I mean, Jamie, my wife, can too. But the kids, they'll mess it up. They'll never put it back the right way. So I'm a little OCD with the cleaning. So I'm like... I'm going to use the vacuum. Nobody else touch this. It's my vacuum. And I'm sure they don't mind. It's less work for them. But um, in other parts of the country, they might use Hoover. Hoover is a name brand that has become synonymous. Don't want to use uh, that big of a word. But has become known as just all vacuum cleaners could be Hoovers. Just like tissues. I, I call it a tissue. But you might hear it called a Kleenex, which is a name brand of tissues. 
But sometimes all tissues are called Kleenexes. It's hard to pluralize Kleenexes. Kleenexes. I hope that helps. Um, Henry is wondering, what is the difference between Hoover and vacuum cleaner? Nothing. Same thing. Synonyms. Same word. I'm like Monica. Aniko says, I'm like Monica. Why? Big fat goalie? Why? 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 Oh, oh. With the cleaning. Yes. Yes. We have fancy towels. Guest fancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michelle is wondering, do I use napkins at all? No. I usually just use the back of my hand to wipe off my face. People like that in restaurants. No, um, we will use that word, napkin. Uh, sometimes in fancy restaurants, they will have what we call cloth napkins. But yeah, we use the term napkin. I'm trying to think if there is another one. Um, <clears throat> sometimes in my house, we'll use paper towels as napkins. You know, something like that. So. Um, Aroni is wondering, I think, I don't know if Hoover was the first, but it was definitely the biggest brand when my parents were, you know, like in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, Hoover was massive. And now there are other, like, um, I think Dust Devil is another one. So it might be only older people that use Hoover. It's a good question. I'm not sure. But we don't use it that much. Daniel. Trying to push my buttons. That's a good one. Clever. Clever, Daniel. You must be an English teacher. <clears throat> so when someone is pushing your buttons, it means they are trying to get under your skin. Or they are, they're trying to test you. Well, we have a lot of them, but it trying to bug you. It just means they're trying to aggravate you. They're trying to upset you. So if my children kept touching the vacuum, my children are too old for this, but you said we couldn't touch the vacuum. You said we couldn't touch the vacuum. They would be pushing my buttons. They would be trying to get me angry <clears throat> and it would work. And then they would be punished. No cell phones for you for the rest of the day. Sandeep, welcome. Welcome. Olga is wondering, real quick question. If somebody says, okay, boomer to me, I like it. I laugh. It doesn't, it doesn't make me upset at all. Hi, Brent. I have a question for you. What's the difference between I want to do something... And I would want to do something. Great question. I have made videos on would because it is a tricky word. I will try to, ooh, this will be the last question. And then we'll head over to Bob the Canadian's chat. Um, I would want to do something. It pretty much means you can't do it for some reason. So I will complicate this tense. There was a video chat with some people in the chat. Cecilia and Rod, I believe, <clears throat> had it going on before this. And I would have wanted to have joined them, but I couldn't because I was still setting things up and I had that meeting this morning. So I would want to do something means I can't do it. But if I could, I would, but I can't. So I won't. All right, we got to get out of here. Thank you all for joining. I hope you learned a little bit of something. Members, be on the lookout. It's already in the members tab on how you can join the video chat tomorrow morning, my time. Thank you to everyone. Thank you, Sandeep. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, Aroni. Daniel, you guys are awesome. Ethan from Greece. Thank you so much. Let's head over to Aniko, of course. Thank you. Let's peace out.
Peace out, Daniel. Let's head over to Bob the Canadian's chat. I can find it and maybe link it right here if you want before we leave. Shouldn't be too hard to find. I can usually find his stuff pretty quickly. And as I say that, my internet is a little bit slow. If you know, just head over there now. But if not, I will put that link right up here now. Boom. Thank you. And look at Aroni beat the boomer. Nice job. Thank you so much. This is some of my uh, most enjoyable time of the day. Love getting together with you guys. Be on the lookout. Maybe we'll do one tomorrow or a little later. The wind is really blowing. Hopefully this is working. See ya. Adios, amigos.